K-A-L-W. All right, we just got a fun workout with the swing dancers here on John F. Kennedy Drive. Let's catch our breath for a minute and then wander into the music concourse. We pass an interesting sculpture. It's the bust of Miguel de Cervantes with Don Quixote and Sancho Panza kneeling before it in reverie. And there's lots of statues in this part of the park. It's ironic, actually, because the park's early and longtime superintendent, John McLaren, hated them. Well, too bad, because there's one of him near here, too. He maybe wouldn't like that, but we're pretty sure he'd like listening to this show. This is the Golden Gate Park cast from KELW Public Media. I'm your host, Hena Baba. As we walk along Hagiwara Tea Garden Drive, we can see the California Academy of Sciences in front of us with its skylights and living roof. To our right, the M.H. de Young Memorial Museum looks like a copper-clad battleship beached in the middle of a forest. In between the two cultural attractions is an open-air, oval-shaped plaza with many levels. Three fountains spray and bubble in the center. You might see a gallery with artists showing paintings around the middle fountain on a weekend morning. And if you stick around and saunter to the west of the concourse, you'll find yourself at the Spreckles Temple of Music. It's a band shell that opens out to the entire space. This is the home of the Golden Gate Park Band. The band has brought the park to life every Sunday from late April until early October every year since it was formed, back in 1882. Stephen Short went strolling in the park recently, and here's some of what he heard. It's a typically cool Sunday afternoon, and 150 or so people are sitting on wooden benches as the Golden Gate Park Band warms up in the band shell. The musicians are all wearing red hats and red jackets. Someone in a bright blue jacket addresses the audience as the clock strikes one. Director Michael L. Workler. Well, good afternoon and welcome to our concert today. We have a wonderful concert planned for you, so uh, sit back and enjoy. Community bands have always been part of American life, being most popular in the 19th century. Some started as military bands, and that's true of this one. It was formed to support San Francisco's unit of the California National Guard back in 1882. But band director Wergler says the Golden Gate Park Band has a distinction that makes it different from many of the others. We are a professional band. We actually have a, a contract with the union. It seems like it's a very stable band. Uh, do you have much turnover? Not, no, not much at all. People usually stick with it. In, in a lot of ways, we're like the, um, what do they call it, freeway philharmonic. You know, th this gives some people a little bit of their salary, and then they go and play in that orchestra over there and get a little more, and that's how they survive. <laughs> Audiences can expect a variety of styles from the band. Symphonic, ballet, swing band music, and of course, marches. None of those styles, however, show up on Guy Bellingrath's list of favorites. He likes... Jazz, rock, 
sometimes classical. But this eight-year-old has another reason for enjoying this outing. Yes, it's just a good time to get outside. Over here you can just throw the ball around and play football. So it's just a good time to be outside and listen to great music. Guy's mother, Marisa Bellingrath, like other parents here today, also appreciates the ability to come and go as you please. We can come in and out of our seats and hear amazing music and enjoy the park. I've never seen a, an outdoor concert that had a football intermission before. Well, for us, it's what makes this concert work. <laughs> the bandshell is only a short walk from home for Jennifer Jung. She and a friend have six children with them today, all under nine years old. But really, do kids this young even notice the music? They do. They like it. One was dancing, and then the other was like, you know, clapping his hands to the beat. It was good. I think it's good for the families. Kit Kwan also lives nearby. He hadn't planned to come to the performance. He was just out for a walk. It's actually the, the music's kind of attract us to stop by. Uh, usually, otherwise, we just go across and go to the, the science museum and then uh, go all the way around yeah. the park. Uh, it's a great uh, event, and hopefully they can c continue. Performances have always been free, and director Wergler says the band needs help to keep it that way. We get some uh, funds uh, from Grant for the Arts, which is, uh, you know, comes from the hotel tax fund. Their support group, the Friends of the Golden Gate Park Band, also helps. And there's another small but cherished income source, which is mentioned before each performance. There's also our wonderful historic yellow jar. Its purpose is to collect donations. The donations come back to the band so that we can continue with our program of free concerts out here in the park. But if you don't have extra cash, clarinetist Joffrey Whitfield suggests another way you can contribute. Our previous concert, we played Stars and Stripes Forever for our grand finale, and people were screaming like a rock concert. It was amazing. We just stood there, and I actually got a little teary-eyed just because it was just such a wonderful response. Musicians love that kind of thing. I don't know if people really realize that, but we, it, it takes a lot of arduous and long work to learn to play an instrument well. And when people respond in a way that lets you know that they really appreciate it, it really makes our day. There are few genuinely free community events in the city anymore. So the Golden Gate Park Band is one that really deserves a hand. In both senses of the word. That story was told by Stephen Short. You've been listening to the Golden Gate Park cast. Next time, we're going just around the corner to a place of quiet and relaxation. Along the fence there is the Eglantine Roses. What's an Eglantine Rose? Oh, I, I just found out what it is. It's great rose. It's an old tea rose, so it spreads, it puts out a very nice flower, but then you just get this brilliant rose hip behind it. Canopied with luscious woodbine, with sweet musk roses and with Eglantine, there sleeps Titania some time of the night, lulled in these flowers with dances and delight. It's Shakespeare in the Park, next time on the Golden Gate Park cast. This podcast is produced by KALW Public Media right here in San Francisco. Our team includes Shireen Adil, David Boyer, Gabe Graben, James Rowlands, and Ben Trefney. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Hanat Baba. 